0: Welcome, guys, to Twisted News, where today we have two deranged stories for you to check out. The first is about three young girls, a cornfield, and the man who brought them out there. That one plays out like the opening to an old-school horror film. Then, we're looking at a very smart and quiet man who did a very violent thing out in Silicon Valley. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number one. Boogeyman of the Cornfield. In the heartland of America, where there are endless stretches of farmland, a slasher got away with his unsettling crimes under the cover of the cornfields of Indiana. It was a horror movie story of survival for three women. The perpetrator remained unnamed for five decades. That is, until very recently, when the Boogeyman of the Cornfield was finally identified. The year was 1975, when on a summer evening in Greenfield, sisters, 14-year-old Kathy and 11-year-old Sherry Rottler, along with their friend, 13-year-old Candace Smith, were hitchhiking home after buying some candy and sodas from a gas station. Back then, it was normal for people to grab a ride like that, even though it seems insane now. Times were safer, or so they thought, but Eventually, we all wised up to the fact that maybe hitchhiking isn't such a great idea, and it's examples like this one that show us exactly why that is. As the sunlight faded, the trio was approached by a station wagon. The stranger's friendly demeanor combined with the allure of a free ride had the trio hop in the car without a problem, only instead of taking them down the road a piece to their houses, he dipped off into a cornfield, a perfect place to hide his vehicle from the road and any other passerbys. And now, whether it was premeditated or just happenstance that the young girls crossed paths with this man, it was time for him to execute his twisted plans. As the car came to a halt on the dirt, the girls knew they were in trouble. Their stomachs dropped, knowing they were no match for a full-grown man, and so they just complied. He ordered them out of the car and bound two of them before tossing them to the ground. The third girl, who wasn't bound, was then stabbed several times. The desperate pleas and screams of the innocent kids was unheard as they were too deep into that field. Falling to the ground severely wounded, he then stabbed the others. The only option for them was to play dead, hoping that he would leave them, which he eventually did. With an eerie calmness, when he was done, he just got in his car and drove away. Blood-soaked and trembling, two of the girls managed to break free from their restraints, and a desperate scramble sought help from a passerby on the main road. Their terrified faces told a tale of unimaginable horror, and the driver immediately called the police. Responding with urgency, law enforcement arrived at the gruesome scene, Their flashlights cut through the darkness revealing the third girl hidden amidst the swaying cornstalks. Each of the wounded victims was rushed to the hospital, clinging to life, and luckily they would all survive. The investigation that followed was a long one and saw leads grow cold and the perpetrator slipping through the cracks. None of the girls got that good of a look at this man. It all happened very fast and it was completely random. Back in '75, crimes like this were near impossible to solve, but one of the survivors, Sherry, never gave up in finding who did this, and eventually, as time passed, technology would catch up and solve the case. The Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, armed with the power of modern forensic technology, uncovered a trail of DNA evidence that led them to a name, Thomas Edward Williams a man who had haunted the nightmares of three innocent girls for most of their lives. But the revelation came with a chilling twist of its own. Thomas had died at the age of 49 in November of 1983 while in custody down in Galveston, Texas, but with unclear records going that far back, they're still unsure as to what exactly he was being held for in the first place. As the authorities unveiled the truth, the three survivors, now women in their 50s and 60s, sat together holding hands. As the police retold the terrifying details of the crime, finally each of the three women could find some closure to the nightmare they had endured. Sherry spoke of patience and a quest for answers. I stand here before you today as a survivor, she said, who has learned the true meaning of patience. I've learned that sometimes the answer you were waiting for can take decades to get. Number two, staring blankly ahead. In Silicon Valley, where innovation and technology reign supreme, police officers were dispatched to an upscale residence in Santa Clara on January 16th for a welfare check. They were checking in on two Google software engineers who were married to one another, Lirin Chen and Yi Yu, as concerns had been raised by a friend of Chen's who said he was acting very strange. His friend hadn't been able to reach him by phone and so that morning he went over to his house and knocked on the door, but nobody answered. Picking into the window there, he could see Chen sitting on his knees completely motionless. His hands were raised above his head. He stared blankly ahead, not even acknowledging his pal. As the police approached the residence at around 11 a.m., a sense of foreboding hung heavy in the air. The eerie silence that greeted them signaled that something terrible had happened. Upon entering the house, the officers found a horrifying scene. You lay dead on the bedroom floor her body bearing the unmistakable marks of a brutal and savage attack. The walls and floor were spattered with her blood, and the authorities would later reveal that Yu had suffered severe blunt force injuries to her head. And Chen, a man who had met the officer's gaze with vacant eyes, was not without signs of violence himself. His right hand was completely swollen and bruised, bearing witness to the ferocity of the confrontation. Bloodstained clothes and scratches marred his arms and didn't say a word and was promptly apprehended and hospitalized. And the couple, both brilliant minds in the world of software engineering, had built their dreams together. They had purchased their Santa Clara mansion for $2 million in April of 2023. And both had followed a similar academic path graduating from Tsinghua University in Beijing and earning their master's degrees in computer science from the University of California before embarking on careers at Google. Google expressed profound grief and condolences for the loss of you. Company spokesperson, Bailey Thompson, offered support to the grieving family and coworkers grappling with the shocking news. As the legal proceedings unfold, the question on everyone's mind remains what led to this gruesome act of violence within the walls of a seemingly idyllic life. Liren Chen, now facing charges of murder, still remains silent, but in due time his story will be revealed, and it's likely he'll spend the rest of his life in the confines of a small cell. So there were two of the weirdest stories that we have for you guys today. I'm Andrew, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Remember, if you like this and you want more exclusive and darker content from us, check out our Patreon. Plus, there's an entire library you get access to over there. If you want to check out our other podcast called Every Town, I encourage you to do that as well. And thanks for all the support and for stopping by today. I'll see you guys in the next one.